Hey, the Washington football team that classified best podcast that's out there. You know we got some good people like Eric and Ellie, they on there. We know Washington football team, the best team out there, and we don't care. They used to talk about how we ain't make it to the players, but boy, did y'all go there? Let's talk about Chase Young getting them sacks. Let's talk about Gibson running it back. Let's talk about Terry Lawrence scoring touchdowns every time he catching that pass. Let's talk about Rupert Foster, how he's sitting there waiting for somebody to run that slant. Let's talk about Kim Fuller, how many picks he got. Yeah, the boy be still in the pass. Pick six. Welcome back to the WFT Declassified Podcast. Brian, how are we doing today? We're doing wonderful. Maybe not so much for uh, the players on our team, but we're doing good. Yeah, we're going to definitely get into that. Eric, how are we doing this afternoon? That's the negative. I'm good. <laughs> we're healthy. I am L.E. Uh, listen, as always, subscribe. Go to the podcast section of whatever you're listening to. Hit subscribe. Check us out. Stay in tune. Check out WFTDeclassified.com. We have uh, your official COVID tracker for our WFT players up there. Hit the link. Go check it out. Um, otherwise, shout out to everybody today who was giving the uh, Cowboys fans a bunch of crap who came all in the mentions today for eight consecutive hours. You know how it is with Cowboys fans. They come out of the woodwork when they get a win. Otherwise, you don't hear from them. You know, they all love Dallas. Never been anywhere close to Texas. It is what it is. But I appreciate every one of you find, guys. They can't find Dallas on a map. If you, uh, <laughs> if you give them a map, to tell them the point, they can't find it. They have no idea where it is. Nothing is more frustrating than a stadium full of window lickers who've never been to Texas wearing blue jerseys. Oh, man. That's irritating, you, man. You are right about that. But you know what? Dallas is in the past. Guess what's coming up? The Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, who have a uh, similar record to us in the division. This game matters a lot because we said last week we got to win a lot of these last uh, games in the division. We lost one to Dallas. It was close in the end. We talked about that previously in the week. Eagles-wise, Eric, where are we at? How do you feel about this game going into it? I mean, normally I would feel good, but half of our team is out with the Rona. So I don't know what to think about this week. We're going to have – it's going to be like uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if Shane Falco suits up at quarterback for us this week. Uh, we got a bunch of – we're going to have a bunch of replacement guys. I have no idea what to expect with 18 players currently on the COVID list. Uh, and it's only, what, Wednesday? Yeah, um, yeah who, <laughs> who knows what it's going to look like on Sunday. I'm, I'm officially nervous because one of those players is our backup quarterback. So and, – and our starter got hurt last game. So, you know – We'll see what happens. Got any more of those Steven Montez laying around anywhere? Uh, Brian, how are you feeling about the game, man? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's basically the same. Uh, I would have uh, felt really good about this game uh, with a full complement of players. But, uh, yeah, we, we saw Taylor Heineke go out the last game. It was only for a couple of plays. But uh, if that happens this game, that means somebody by the name of Kyle Shermer has to go into the game. And I'm, I'm not real comfortable with that. So a um, little nervous, a little nervous. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? The Eagles have won six games this year, but they don't scare me in any particular way. You know what the leading rusher is this year? Jalen Hurts. It's their quarterback. Their quarterback is their leading rusher. He's their leading, pa- obviously the leading passer. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that when healthy, we match up very well. Eric, you mentioned it. We are not healthy at this point. Um, defensively, do you think we can uh, handle the Eagles, even with some of the issues we have going on? I mean, Deron Payne is the only healthy starting defensive lineman. Uh, so 
I don't know. I would love to say yes, but I just don't even know who's going to be out there. We just re-signed Nate Orchard off of somebody's practice squad this week, and he's probably going to start. Um, so I know a lot of the guys that are out on on uh, on the COVID list right now were vaccinated, so they only have to test positive like once, I think, and they can and they can suit up. So there's the potential that guys like John Allen um, can come back and you know make an impact, but it's so hard to say at this point. I I just don't know who's even going to be out there. There's no guarantee that Payne's not going to test positive by Friday. So it's very difficult to even get an get your head around what the team is going to look like. I mean, it could very well look like a preseason game for all we know coming into coming into this weekend. So I don't know. I still think even with a preseason squad, we're better than Philly because they're trash. Um, but you know, I, I just you know, it's going to be very interesting to see who's out there on Sunday. Yeah, and just to clarify, they only have to test negative once. If they test positive once, they're out of here. What did I say? Positive? I don't know. I don't even know so what the it, rules are. It's they got to have like two negative tests or something like that twenty four hours before uh, yeah, the game. And they yeah. still have time. They have time for that. Um, Brian, the Eagles. They. You know, I'm gonna give you their wins this year. They beat the Falcons. They. Uh, man, they don't have. Yeah, they beat the Panthers. They lost to the Raiders, lost to the Bucks, who we beat. They beat the Lions. They lost to the Chargers. They beat the Broncos. And they beat the Saints. So, oh, and the Jets. I'm sorry. So, look, what I'm trying to get at is they don't really have a lot of quality wins this year. It's not like they're beating up on good teams. I just I feel like there's, a, there's certainly an avenue for success, as long as we have enough decent players to dress. Does the offense of Philadelphia scare you? Yes and no. Uh, yes, because in these last couple of years, we've struggled with the the smaller, more mobile quarterback, a Jalen Hurts, a Kyler Murray, those guys that have that short area quickness who can start, stop, uh, pull up right before the line of scrimmage and then throw it over our heads. We've kind of struggled with those types of guys. Um, no, because Jalen Hurts, while he's really good at uh, running the ball, avoiding big hits, He's not that great in the pass game. Uh, and if anybody watched last week, um, Jalen Hurts was out with an injury and in came Gardner uh, Minshew and kind of really, you know, sparked that passing game uh, through like two touchdowns, looked really good, really efficient. And he's a guy who's had success in the past game, uh, you know, wherever he's been. So uh, I think if Jalen Hurts is in the game, we kind of know what the game plan is going to be. It's going to be run heavy. It's going to be runs with Jalen. Um, so, you know, from that standpoint to prepare, it'll be a little bit easier, right? Because we know that, hey, passing isn't going to be something that they're going to focus on with Gardner Minshew in the game. It'll be a little bit different. Um, so we'll have to kind of prepare for more things. So honestly, it may be uh, a better that uh, Jalen is out there because uh, if we've got a whole bunch of guys missing out there, it may make it easier for them to prepare. I'm not saying that, um, you know, the game will be easier, but uh, just from a preparation standpoint, you know, just kind of preparing for the run uh, with Jalen may be a little bit easier. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the uh, opposite perspective here. I think I like the Eagles better with Hurts at quarterback than with Minshew. I think Hurts is, is multidimensional. I think Minshew is not really. Minshew has been prone to mistakes, too, in the passing game, which can get him in trouble. They played the Jets last week, like <laughs> one of the worst teams that they could possibly play. But um, I think Jalen Hurts, he can at least get his team out of trouble if need be. You know what I mean? And with Jalen Hurts, the Eagles have also committed to running the ball a lot more 
recently in the, in the first part of the year, they just refused to do it. They decided they didn't want any part of it. Now they're committing to it. There were uh, Miles Sanders had 24 carries last week for like 120 yards. Uh, several of their other running backs had at least five carries. They're committing to the run. And when your quarterback is part of that run game, it's always a dangerous situation, especially if you're going to have inexperienced players on defense who don't know how to play um, the RPO stuff with discipline. That makes me nervous about this. Well, he's a dual threat quarterback, except that he's not a dual threat because he can't throw. If you're, if the key to stopping a quarterback, a quarterback in the NFL is to make him throw. What kind of a quarterback is he? He's not a quarterback. Uh, Jalen hurts is not a good passer. He's got 350 yards passing. It is week. What? 14 week 14. This dude has played what 12 games and he's got 351 yards passing. That can't Taylor be Heineke. <laughs> used to, I'm looking at the stats right now. Jalen Hurts has in 12 games has 300. I'm sorry, 2451. Sorry, 351 yeah, yeah. attempts. My fault. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't read good. Uh, no, 2400 yards passing. He's, he's not a good passer. Yeah, it's still not. Um, he's not a good passer. Um, and he's not a dual threat quarterback because he can't throw. He's a running quarterback. Uh, he can occasionally pull up and make a throw because you think he's going to run. Um, Gardner Minshew is the second coming of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like he's the next generation Fitzpatrick where he just comes out and lights it up one game and then just turns into a pumpkin for like the next six weeks. Yeah. Um, and he lit it up against the Jets. So he's he's going to be a pumpkin this week. So I don't have a lot of concerns about him. My main concerns this week is is Washington's health. That's the the only thing that would stop us from winning this game is just not being able to put an NFL caliber squad out there. Which is a very real possibility. He's lousy. Um, yeah. You know, I'm looking at Hertz's completion percentage. It's, oh my gosh, it's bad. <laughs> 45% <laughs> against the Giants. Exactly. 54 yeah. against New Orleans in yeah. a game that they won. Of course, they were playing uh, Taysom Hill. So, geez, I did not realize it was this bad. He's like in the yeah. 50s for he is de- He's deficient in the past game. Like, it is uh, is very noticeable. So, um, you know, I, I think that works to our advantage, especially with a, you know, if we're going to have a uh, who's who out on that uh, defense uh, of brand new people. So, no, I think uh, I think that's, a, you know, something we can use uh, if he's out there. All right. I can dig it. Brian, take us through the positional matchups, please. All right. Well, let's start with Philadelphia since they've got more of their guys on here. Uh, their offense, uh, Jalen Hurts, he was uh, out last week. He's questionable. Looks like he most likely will play. If he doesn't, for some reason, we've got Gardner uh, – Philly's got Gardner Minshew that'll be coming in. Running back, same thing. Miles Sanders got hurt last week. He should play. But if he doesn't, Jordan Howard, who's been in the NFL for like 100 years, uh, is there at running back. Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, they've got it wide re- uh, at uh, uh, running back as well. Wide receiver, Devonta Smith, uh, big-time rookie. J.J. Arcega, Whiteside. When you've got three names, you know you're somebody. Uh, Quez Watkins, he is out. I believe he's like one of their only guys out on their COVID list. Jalen Rager, uh, another wide receiver, tight end Dallas Goddard. Now going against our defense, our secondary, uh, we've got what we would hope is strong safety cam curl. Hopefully knock on wood. He stays with us. William Jackson, the third 
no Kendall Fuller. We have no Kendall Fuller. So uh, we are going to have Daryl Roberts. We're not even going to have Troy Aki out there. Um, maybe Bobby McCain has played corner. Maybe he slides down. Jeremy Reeves will be active. Hopefully he gets to play free safety. Um, Ellie, start us off. What do you think? Who do you got in that matchup? Oh, man. Um, with that lineup you had mentioned, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's yeah. tough. Eric, you go first. I got to think about this for a minute. Yeah, Devontae yeah. Smith and Terry McLaurin are in the same boat. It's like two unbelievably talented wide receivers with just nothing <laughs> at quarterback. Um, I just – you're reading off that list, and I keep thinking of like that opening scene of Major League where like most of these guys never had primes. Yeah. This guy's dead. Yeah. Like, I don't know who to pick on that. I mean, Washington yeah. doesn't have it. I mean, we don't even know who's going to be out there. Um, but even if like a, a, a B team full of JV players might be able to stack up pretty well against JJ Ortega Whiteside and uh, Quez, whatever the heck his name was, um, with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, like, there's just nothing. I mean, the passing game, I think you might even see that New England game plan of like four passes in the game yeah. because. Yeah. Why would you why would you throw when you have nothing out there? So I'm gonna go with Washington, even though they don't have anybody that we know is gonna suit up. All right. That helps me because I'm gonna go with the Eagles in the passing game for the Eagles because we right. might see both quarterbacks. We might see both quarterbacks and packages. And so that's incredibly difficult to defend if you're not prepared for it. I'm gonna give the edge to the Eagles, not because they're talented, just because I think with all of the COVID issues going around there could be some confusion in our secondary. If you have two quarterbacks, you have, you have no quarterback. <laughs> Advantage DC. <laughs> Brian, as, you going? as grim as this uh, would look and would be, I'm going to go with our guys because if Jeremy Reeves and Cam Curl are at, safe, uh, at safety, I feel safe. Uh, I feel like... Any big play, any time a ball's in the air, they're going to be around it. They're going to know where to go. They're going to get these other guys who may end up being guys off the street. They'll be able to get them lined up because they know what they're doing. I have trust in those two guys. So if they're out there, I'll take my chances. I'm going with us uh, on that one. All right. So let's move over to Eagles uh, in the uh, run game. So, Eagles offense already went through their running backs um, offensive line. They've got Jordan Malilata. Um, he's a guy that they just signed to a big money deal this year. Left guard Landon Dickerson center, Jason Kelsey, right guard, Nate Herbig and right tackle Lane Johnson. Uh, the running backs again, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell going against our defensive line of, just Deron Payne. That's it. Nobody else. Um, I haven't seen any signings of uh, other defensive tackles or anything like that. So I have no idea who else will be joining Deron Payne, but just currently him. Uh, defensive ends, you've got Nate Orchard and Shaka Tony. That's it. Uh, there's Bun Me, Rotimi, Daniel Wise as uh, some backup help. Uh, linebackers, Jamin Davis is still here. Uh, you, you have Landon Collins now playing the linebacker role uh, and Jordan Kunziak uh, should be out there. David Mayo is on the COVID-19 list. Um, 
who you guys got? Uh, Eric, start us off. Who do you got in the, the run game? Eagles, us. Yeah, this is horrible. I don't even want to think about what's going to happen out there. Um, I'm going to have to go with Philly. They're, um, Sanders is may or may not play. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, yeah. But yeah, he he got he's got a little bit of an injury, so he may go. If not, you're talking about Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, and Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, I still I have a little soft spot in my heart for Jordan Howard. He won me a fantasy championship like five years ago, so I'll I'll always love him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have to give a, a, a just a, an advantage to Philly on this because I just don't know who is going to be out there on the defensive line for uh, Washington. So it's hard to say who has the advantage if you don't even know who's suiting up. So you got to give it to Philly at this point. Yeah, no, I think so. Ellie, what do you got? I'm going to go with Philly. I agree. I I think they'll find a way to get Sanders on the field. Um, He's a pretty decent running back when he is on the field. Um, You know, they, they get creative with their other running backs to at least make them somewhat effective. Uh, and to everybody's point, you just don't know what we're going to have on defense. So it's very hard to pick us in anything. Um, so I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. It, the Eagles have their entire offensive line intact. We have essentially one guy on our starting defensive line that we don't even know if he'll be there come game time. So uh, that's just really hard to kind of go any other way but Eagles on that one. So Eagles for me. All right, let's flip it over. Let's do our offense or whatever's left of it. So for our past game, we've got Taylor Heineke. Uh, He practiced today. All signs are pointing to he will play, but behind him, no Kyle Allen. He's on COVID list. So we've got a guy named Kyle Shermer, father Pat Shermer, offensive coordinator in the NFL And if he gets hurt, we've got some other guy named Jordan Tamu on the uh, practice squad that we just signed. Um, Receivers, no Terry McLaurin so far. Uh, No Curtis Samuel. He's got a new injury. Can you believe that? Another new injury, hamstring. Uh, Dax, Meline, Adam Humphreys, AGG, DeAndre Carter, De'Ami Brown. That's that's what we're looking at at wide receiver. Tight end, Ricky Seals-Jones, John Bates. Samus Reyes is out on COVID-19 list and then going against Eagles secondary. Yeah. Got um, Darius Slay, corner, Kayvon Wallace, strong safety, free safety, Anthony Harris, and quarterback Avante Maddox. Ellie, who do you like in uh, that matchup? Man, this is tough. I'm going to take our, our passing game because I think that Scott Turner can scheme up enough. You might see Cam Sims be our number one wide receiver this week. But what do we get from Curtis? He's out. He's out? Oh, my God. I just missed that. Cam Sims is on the COVID list. Oh, man. Call Kevin Harmon, Kelvin Harmon up, please. Can we, can we get a Kevin up? You know what? Gandy Golden's going to make a play and, and win us the game. I'm going to go with our receivers. Even though I don't know who it's going to be, I'm going to go with our receivers because it is still early and more people can be added to the list. But I'm going to go with Washington because I have faith. Eric, what do you think? I got to go with Washington because I don't know anything about Philly's secondary, but I do know that they're not a very good football team in general. Um, You're going to have an unsung hero step up. I don't think it will be Adam Humphreys. He'll do his normal thing of catching a couple of nice third down catches. So I'm going to go with, uh, I can't make, I can't make Ellie 
look down on me by picking AGG because I've I've been down on him so long. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that I don't even know who's gonna who's gonna make it. Who I don't I don't know. Deami Brown. Deami Brown's gonna have a big game this week because why the heck not? Anything can happen when everybody's out with COVID. So Deami Brown has a, his first hundred yard game and a touchdown. There you go. Advantage Brian, Washington. Advantage Washington. <laughs> Brian, where are you going with it, man? Uh, I've got to go Eagles. I, I don't like that all the guys that I like as far as our receivers aren't in the game. Um, actually, you know, I'm, I'm down on Ricky Seals-Jones right now. Uh, I'd like it if Bates were the, uh, the, the starting tight end. But, yeah, I, I, I'm going with the Eagles on this one. I just, I just don't like – this group um right now maybe if somebody comes off that list uh covid list then maybe i'm i might change my mind but i'll i'll go with the eagles on this one yeah ricky uh, seals jones game. is like ricky seals jones is that dude who makes like hard catches look really easy and he makes easy catches look really hard just yeah, yeah he doesn't catch balls that are right to him he catches balls that are like over his head falling out of bounds and we really need to stop that in other words he's fred davis he's fred davis <laughs> But I don't think he's Sleepy been late to practice Fred yet. Yeah. yeah. Sleepy Fred Davis. To my knowledge. Um, our run game, Antonio Gibson, fresh off another fumble. J.D. McKissick, we still don't know if he's going to uh, make the game or not. Um, but we do have Jonathan Williams and Jarrett Patterson uh, behind Gibson. So we've got those three guys. Our offensive line, uh, left tackle Charles Leno Jr. still here. Eric Flowers still here. Center. Uh, Keith Ishmael is hurt. Uh, he may play. If not, some guy named John Toth will play center. Uh, right guard, Brandon Sheriff. Right tackle, no Cornelius Lucas. He is on the COVID list. So you're probably looking at Sadiq Charles, and they did just designate Sam Cosme to return from IR. So he is practicing. Will he play this weekend? Don't know. Um, that's going against... Eagles defensive line of defensive end Josh Sweat, uh, defensive tackles Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, uh, defensive end Derek Barnett, linebackers Alex Singleton, TJ Edwards, Jernard Avery. Eric, who do you got? Run game. Always take Washington in the run game every time. Uh, Philly's ranked 21st currently against the run. Um, Washington's offensive line for the most part is intact, although center is a little concerning. If some guy I've never heard of named John Tesh is uh, starting, I hear he's very big in Germany. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know who that guy is, but the rest of the offensive line is basically intact. So oh, let's this, this may change your mind. This may change your mind. Late edition, oh. Ryan Kerrigan, defensive end for the Eagles. Does that change your mind, Denny? Is this 2014? <laughs> <laughs> The, no, it doesn't. No, Ryan Kerrigan. No, don't care. Bye, Ryan. Yeah, Washington are in the run game all day. LA, what do you got? I'm with Eric. I'm with Eric on this. I think this is going to be a pretty dominant game on the ground for us. Likewise for them. The only concern I have is time of possession. Um, both teams are going to try to dominate that. I mean, as you do typically, but these are both two run dependent teams. So how many opportunities are you going to get? Both teams are going to chew the clock. I still like us better. I think we'll see a mix of Gibson, uh, Jonathan Williams, uh, you know, who's been very interactive on Twitter as well. Like we shout out to him. Um, but I'm going to take us. I think we're going to move the ball at will this week. And yeah, shout way, out to Jonathan Williams, by the way. Got his first NFL TD last he week. He did. Indeed, oh, he did. 
McKissick nice. did not practice uh, so far this week, and neither has uh, Terry McLaurin, by the way. So just, you know, heads up there. Yeah, as every uh, week, I love our offensive line. I'm going with our guys, and hopefully Scott Turner learned his lesson from last week and will let Antonio Gibson, Patterson, Jonathan Williams now run the football. If we can do that, we're going to be okay. So that's where I'm going uh, with that. Special teams. What do we got? Special teams. Uh, Eagles, kicker, Jake Elliott, punter, Aaron Sipos, uh, returners, Jalen Rager, long snapper, Rick Lovato. Uh, and then with our guys, we've got Brian Johnson, kicker, Tress Way, DeAndre Carter, returner, uh, Cameron Cheeseman, but no Troy Aki. I don't know who is going to fill Troy Aki's shoes while he's out, but they're they're going to need to do something about that. I don't know who we got to sign. Maybe we can make a trade, but Ellie, who do you got? Uh, I still like our special teams. I think DeAndre Carter is going to be electric enough to make some plays. So I'm going to take us. All right, Eric, what do you think? Well, let me just tell you, maybe not everybody noticed, but I noticed Brian Johnson got an extra point block last week, and it was not because of the line. He got it blocked at the line, uh, and I don't have any confidence in him anymore. He, yes, he hit a game winner a couple of weeks ago. He had an extra point blocked last week. That is like the fifth block extra point for this stupid team this year. That has got to be close to an NFL record. So I have no confidence in our special teams this week. As much as I like Tressway, um, I don't think he's there to carry it. Um, so I'm going to go advantage Philly for the first time all year. And of course, because Apke's not here as well. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't like our kicking game. Brian Johnson, again, you just don't get kicks blocked at the line with the frequency that this team does. Uh, so get well soon. Uh, whoever that guy was that made the kick for us a couple of weeks ago, I forgot his name already. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to agree with you, uh, on this one, uh, Eric, uh, Brian Johnson, he did get that kick blocked, but more so on DeAndre Carter. He hasn't had some of the big returns that I thought uh, I would see here. And also, he's not returning a lot of kicks uh, here. And I, that's, I'm sure that's, um, you know, from the other team trying to kick it away from him or not kick it to him. But uh, I need him to, uh, to start returning some more of these because uh, I think uh, I think we, we need a big play and we need it to uh, probably come from the return game to kind of spark us along. So, uh yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I don't want to, but I'll go with the Eagles. Um, coaching matchup. We've got Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, Scott Turner against Nick Sirianni, and I don't have the other two guys' names right now. I'll look that up in a second. Um, Eric, you want to take that one? Yeah, I think it's Nick Sirianni, uh, Buddy Ryan, and Rich Kotite. I think are your. Uh three Eagles. I don't know. I can't think of any other Eagles coaches. Al Groh, did he coach the Eagles? Ray, Ray I don't know. I don't know anything about the Eagles coaches. Uh, Nick Sirianni, I do like the job that he's done with what he had. He's definitely made chicken salad this year, so I like the job that he's done. Uh, but from the experience factor, I'm going to go with Ron Rivera and his staff. They just seem to have just the experience advantage. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Washington there, though I do like Sirianni, and I think that was a good hire by Philly. Defensive coordinator for the Eagles, Jonathan Gannon. Offensive coordinator for the Eagles, Shane Steichen. 
Yeah, I'm better they, off not knowing that. I really they literally, care. they they literally look like the same person. Like <laughs> one one has a beard and the other one doesn't. They look like the same guy. One looks like Abraham Lincoln. The other looks like Abraham Lincoln if you shave. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly like pre pre president Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, uh, let's see. I'm gonna go with LA. yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Washington coaching staff. Um, <laughs> their head coach looks like Screech from Saved by the Bell, by the way, if you haven't seen him before. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Washington. I, I I trust what we have in our coaches. I'm not sure Sirianni, if he's going to be the long-term manager. And he kind of does some quirky things sometimes, too. So I'm going to take our guys. Yeah, uh, I'm going to agree. I'm going with uh, Ron Del Rio and Scott Turner. I think uh, just because those guys are so new and experienced, uh, I'm going to go with the experience on that. Washington. I like it. This is going to be such a confusing game. <laughs> Full of mistakes uh, just due to the inexperience that might be on the field. Again, some players can come off this list, but we're operating with the information that we have at this time. Eric, tell me how you feel that this game shakes out score. Who wins it? What's up? This is the least confident I've ever been in a prediction in a prediction all season, honestly, because I just don't know what we're going to be able to trot out there on the field. But um, I'm going to say that our fourth quarter scrubs beat their fourth quarter scrubs and we end up winning the game. Uh, we'll go 23 to 17 Washington. I like it. I like that confidence or somewhat confidence this week. <laughs> Brian, tell me how you see it happening. Uh, I see this being a low-scoring game. I see it being lots of running back and forth. I see it being a sloppy game. Uh, a lot of turnovers, probably fumbles as well. Uh, I really want to take our guys in it, but I'm going Eagles, unfortunately. Uh, Eagles 16, Washington 12. Okay. I'm going to say – that I'm going to put my faith in Rivera this week with his back against the wall. Um, just going <laughs> to blind faith here. I'm going to say it's going to be 17 to 15 Washington. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be low scoring. I don't think you're going to see a, a ton of big plays. We're just going to grind it on the ground. And I think we can do that. 17, 15 Washington. We take the dub. Our miraculous playoff push continues. We'll see what happens from here. But this week, I got us beating the Eagles. Eric, you got any final thoughts? Uh, COVID sucks. <laughs> That's a good final thought. Brian, what about you? Is, is Montez patient zero? Is he patient zero? <laughs> is, that, is that his new nickname, patient zero? Um, final thoughts is if, if Rivera pulls this off right with a, you know, just random bunch of tryout guys uh, and he be like, that, that's got to be an impressive win. If he's able to beat an NFL team, no matter how bad you think the, the Eagles might be with a bunch of guys who literally were either working some other job uh, or, you know, sitting at home, beat the Eagles. I think that's pretty impressive if that happens. Yeah, it's a, it's a decent win. I mean, all things considered and you kind of making uh, the best out of what you got. Eric, if we lose this game, is that it for us in the playoffs? I think so. Yeah. I mean, you got to win your last three, uh, Dallas, Philly, New York, which is not impossible, but you'll have to win your last three and get a lot of help. So I think this is pretty much a must win. Yeah. Brian, you agree? 
Oh yeah. No, if, uh, if we lose this one, it's, it's done. I don't see, you know, Dallas or any of the other teams that are in the wild card, you know, dropping anymore. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got to win this. If we win this and we can, uh, win out, then, you know, we're, we still got a shot, but if, uh, if we lose it's over. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I want to see us just triumph and just keep it going. If we're going to go this route where we're trying to get wins, let's try to get some wins and let's keep it going. We'll see. We'll catch you on Sunday, bright and early. Let's watch this game. Let's win this game. Let's keep it going, guys. Stay safe out there. If you're listening, don't get COVID. Keep yourself and your family safe. Subscribe. Check out WFTDclassified.com. We'll holler.